0: of where you and I came from. No, what was your name? And why don't you now know what your name was then? Where did it go? Where did you lose it? Who took it? And how did he take it? What tongue did you speak? How did the man take your tongue? Where is your history? How did the man wipe out your history? How did the man, what did the man do to make you as dumb as you are right now? ...get up and howl about America and democracy. There is no America. There is no democracy. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies. The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business. And I have chosen you to preach this evangel. They are a secret network of international pirates who identify with no nation, no national flag, and no established religion. Their flag is the skull and crossbones, and their god, G O D, spells gold, oil, and drugs. Thought I told you, motherfuckers, to lock and load. <laughs> Once again, welcome to Third Eye Vision, and I'm your host, the Unchained Blogger. Today, people, I'll come and bring you the ending of the story, of, you know, the, the, what we've been on, you know, subject and the topic we've been on all week, which was the terror papers. Um, I want to finish that out for you, and then also we're going to go into the seven chakras, all right, people? The seven chakras is what plays, plays part in yourself, finding yourself, finding your true self. You know, these are things that you can do to actually... Connect yourself with the Most High and actually free yourself from the bondage, the mental bondage, all right, and the mental slavery. First off, I'd like to say a shout-out to the mad blogger and truth seeker, 777. They're not here today. You know, they had various things we had to do, but I felt that we had to do this show and just and close this up in a nutshell. Even though we brought it down and we kind of closed it up yesterday, today we're going to sum it up in a whole. Okay, then we're going to go into the seven chakras Okay. Um, uh, first, I'd like to say also, I would like to say thank you people for the support. You know, keep going to www.thirdeyevision.com. Check us out. All that news, you know, the news that the news not giving you. The truth. All right. That's what we do. We bring the truth because the truth has no agenda. We are the past. We are the present. We are the future. Dedication, determination, and diversity. All right. Key words. We don't believe in the word can't. We don't believe in the word try, and all our people that roll with this right here, this empire we're trying to build, those are words that we eliminate. We don't understand. We overstand, all right? We have to be aware of what's going on, and things are coming at us, you know. Uh, you see the natural disasters happening. First, I would also would like to give a shout of my blessings over there to the Philippines and what happened. You know, with the um, typhoon and everything over there. I hope everybody's okay. They're saying 1,200 people are dead. Reportedly, we don't know when the media, you know, uh, actually release that information. But as the information comes in, you can check the blog, and it's up there on the blog, and I had that information, you know, for you, the truth, and what's going on over there in the um, Philippines. All right? So... Uh, People, you know what I say every day is you have to release yourself from the slave master's chains. We're not talking about the physical chains, people. We're talking about the mental chains, okay? That box that you stuck in. You know, I had a little, um, me and my brother had a little debate earlier today because he feels that every black man has to be involved in the hip-hop industry or have some type of relevance in their fashion or style. And I'm telling you that, I told him that we don't. We choose to, but we don't because number one, hip hop is not hip hop that we grew up on. Hip hop these days is hip pop. Hip hop these days are you for being led by these fake gangsters, okay? These fake drug dealers, copycats, clones out here tacking the clones all over. Everybody want to be somebody else. And nobody wants to have self definition, okay? People, I do this because I want to. Like I told my brother, I do because I want to, okay? Because I like doing. I love. Information. And I love giving information to people. I love waking people up. I love giving people something to look forward to. You know, some people love to read, some people don't. You know the saying, okay? If you want to put anything, high, anything from our people, all you gotta do is put in a book, 'cause we choose not to read. Some people do, some people don't. I tell you, people, you need to read. For some reason, I always was a reader. I always read books. I always thought that it just your imagination could run wild as you read a book, especially if it's, it's written. Great or oh, written very well You can actually picture everything that's going on Alright um, So people yesterday And before we even get into that We're going to jump into some news um, Because there's a lot of things going on That I think people need to know about As far as with our country Okay So as of right now This is um, via the Ross Musson report Report, excuse me Um, 74% of Americans Want to audit the Federal Reserve and maybe there's some people that don't matter but some people it do matter okay because the Federal Reserve is a bank that runs our country it's not part of America okay it's an independent entity okay Um, JFK tried to eliminate the Federal Reserve but it was unsuccessful Uh, this company these this bank is the bank that makes money for all the countries okay for for money to actually be currency, it has to have some type of natural element, backing it, gold, silver, something to back, to make that money valid, okay? With our country, we just print money, just print money with no substance to it, just print money, print money, print money, okay? Now, think of this, why is it that America's in debt? Think about it because we keep printing money and we have nothing to back our money So on that and on that note it goes as credit towards the Federal Reserve, but do the Americans need the Federal Reserve? No, we don't need the Federal Reserve We do not need the Federal Reserve We could abolish the Federal Reserve and start a United States currency, but that you know the people above don't want that to happen All right, it's that simple. It sounds simple. It's that simple Okay, being that the Federal Reserve is not part of America Okay, same as the IRS now, Newton massacre scene demolished as prosecutors tried to block release of the 911 calls. You can also see that on the blog, ThirdEyeVision.com. Okay. <clears throat> developments at the saddest spot in the Nutmeg State came as the state prosecutor urged a judge Friday to block the release of a desperate 911 calls from the Dune school. The state's Freedom of Information Commission ruled in September that the tapes should be released after the Associated Press requested them. State Attorney Steven Sedinsky argued a stay of the FOI ruling would protect both the families of the victims and the surviving witnesses, which is a bunch of bull crap. You don't want the truth to come out, okay? Now, excuse me, back to the Federal Reserve, Okay. Americans still overwhelmingly favor a public audit of the Federal Reserve, perhaps in part because a sizable number think the Fed chairman has too much power over the economy. The latest Ross Musson Report National Telephone Survey finds that 74% of American adults favor auditing the Federal Reserve and making their results available to the public. Just 10% oppose such an audit, but 16% are not sure. See the survey questions. Go on the blog and you can click. There's a link there. You can click and you can see the survey questions wordings. The survey of 1,000 adults nationwide was conducted on November 6th through 7th, 2013, by Ross Musson Reports. The margin of sampling error is minus 3 percentage points, with a 95% level of confidence. Field work for all Ross Musson Reports surveys is conducted by Post Opinion Research, LLC. Uh, you could also look up methodology and you probably be able to see that company over there. Let's move on. <clears throat> to the death to the Philippines. The death toll in the Philippines, typhoon, high in, at least twelve hundred dead. Red Cross. One of the strongest typhoons ever to make landfall devastated the central Philippines, killing more than one thousand people in one city alone and two hundred in another province. The Red Cross estimated on Saturday as reports of high casualties began to emerge. A day after Typhoon Haiyan chummed through the Philippine archipelago in a straight line from east to west, rescue teams struggled to reach far flung regions hampered by washed-out roads, many choked with debris and fallen trees. The death toll is expected to rise sharply from the fast-moving storm whose circumference eclipsed the whole country in which, late on Saturday, was heading for Vietnam. My heart goes out to Vietnam, and hopefully the storm will die. All right, people. Um, It's sad. It's sad that we have um, all these natural events. Um, Our government don't want to inform us of uh, these events going on. Uh, In a way, you can't blame them because it probably will be... You know, it probably would be, people would probably be wilding out, you know, thinking, just going crazy, just thinking it's the end. Um, so in a way, you could say, okay, we understand, but in a way, you're saying it's not fair because you're not giving people a chance to even make a way. But, you know, that's just how it plays out. You know, it just plays out that way because that's the way the puppet masters want it to play. So we're going to end this one with the last news on this Kim Kardashian bullcrap. I can't stand this girl. I want to know how being a slut makes you famous. Just tell me. No disrespect, Kim, but you are what you are. Hey, you are what you eat. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, you famous for being a cow. Early this week, Kim celebrated with her friend. Britain Mill's birthday by posting collage, which some claim resembled the Illuminati that used shapes to represent the all-knowing evil eye and Satan, which is the all, all-knowing eye of Set, which is the left eye. People get it correct, okay? The collage featured an eye-shaped photograph inside a triangle. But Kim took her Twitter took to her Twitter when some questioned she might be a Satanist. Yes, she is, people. Okay, don't let her fool you. Some Twitter users accused Kim Kardashian of worshiping the devil after she posted the photo. Go see the photo up on my site. It's there. Check it out. ThirdEyeVision.com All right. Kim ranted. I posted an IG collage for my BFF at Brit Gassino. And people say it's the Illuminati. What is the Illuminati? A religion? I'm a Christian. Shorty, stop acting like you don't know what the Illuminati is. Okay? Please. Occult? Not into that. Sorry. It had an eye on it, which reminded me of Britain because her company, Eye on Glam, it reminds me of Against Evil Eye Bracelets We Wear, she added. So sorry, guys, it was just a cool design I saw on one of those IG collages. You just said it right there, Kim Kardashian, I, Eye on Glam, and it reminds me of Against Evil Eye Bracelets We Wear. So if you know what the evil eye is And you're against the evil eye Then you know the symbol of the evil eye If you wear the against the evil eye Bracelets Stupid See people just say things And y'all people probably believe exactly what she said Okay, death to the bullshit, Peggans Alright, this is what we give Peggans This is what we give the Pegans. <laughs> it's about that time, people You know how we do it Time to drop them jewels on you. Now, when we left you yesterday, we introduced the Anunnaki to you, okay? And if you go back to the show, you can understand where we're picking off from. Okay, we was at the palace, okay, where Lord Anu was looking for a resolution of the situation, okay? Now, that's when the Anunnaki had demanded an audience with the king. Arriving in the palace of Eridu. And who immediately held a hearing for the purpose of resolution of the situation. The voices were loud and angry. Everyone presented his case for the return of Prince Enlil to the court of Asahra. No one asked for his continued rule. When the voices were finally quiet, the wishes of every member of the assembly were clear. Enlil must go. Everyone turned to the king. He sat in silence. He made no movement. He was sorely sorely troubled. He had hoped that Lord Prince Enlil could somehow be kept in Eridu. The great and wise Anu found himself wanting, needing a solution. Seeing his opportunity, Prince E.A. stepped forward with Princess Nin at his side. The prince proposed to his father as an assembly a simple solution. Within this life centers, he and the princess had engineered many hybrids for use in labor in the fields. By utilizing genetic substances from the Asagra people themselves and the genetic materials of Everdu beasts, hybrid creatures of Hab Asagra blood were created. The creatures retained their natural strengths but also gained sufficient intelligence to understand commands. The early success of the HN lizard hybrid worker in the underground mines proved the worth of such an experiment. Other fabricated beasts successfully in specialized tasks only were the synth her, uh, a half horse, half Ashra, hybrid, capable of carrying burdens long distances, and the powerful Mitzchah, a half bull, half Eschar being, with the capabilities of phenomenal feats of strength. The success of hybrids had encouraged Prince Ea and Princess Nan Khasag to attempt yet another untried combination, one which will resolve the difficulty at hand. King Anu sat forward in his throne. The possibility of a hybrid beast as a solution to his problems was intriguing. Prince E.A., seeing the interest of the king, turned to an awaiting Princess Ha He mentioned to her, she made a gesture into the hallway. The show was about to begin. <clears throat> Excuse me. To the surprise of everyone gathered, a huge hairy black beast came forward. It was the Appa, a beast of the jungle, renowned for its strength and ferocity. Ferocity. Okay... Now, cries of protest and fear went up from the assembly. The beast was unchained. But before anyone could move, Prince Nna Khalsa gave the beast a command, which the beast calmly and obediently followed. And in the next few moments, while everyone watched, the beast obeyed every command of the Lady Genesis Scientist, of the Lady Genesis Scientist. When the demonstration was completed, the prince explained his idea to the king. The creature, a beast of great strength and limited intelligence, could be genetically altered to become a laborer in the mines, taking the hardships away from the Anunnaki and freeing them for the more important task of constructing. The great Anu was impressed. Indeed, the hybrid proposed seemed to be the solution. The murmurs of the Anunnaki seemed to be approving. Ea, E-A felt he smiled. Sure, he had succeeded in removing his for his brother from Eridu. King Anu stood up. Prince Ea expected good news. Eridu would be his now, and Enlil would soon be gone. The dominion of the solar system would finally be rightfully his. The king made his pronouncement. Prince Ea would begin the immediate genetic changes needed to alter the beast. Now, people understand. Now, we know that the pyramids were built by other beings, not human beings, because we still can't build them to this day. We st- See, human beings still understand the science of the pyramids. Okay? Let's proceed. The old Anunnaki laborers were returned to their operations until a new creature was ready for work in the fields. But to the horror of Prince Ea, the king ended his words with an announcement that cut like a knife into his being. Enlil will remain in charge of Eridu. The beast of Prince Ea would alleviate the situation and allow Enlil to stay. Such were the words of a king. So it would be, Prince Ea was shattered. He had once again been denied the throne of Eridu. Enlil, his lifelong adversary, was a victor once again. Storming from the palace, Prince Ea vowed he would never again enter Everdu's palace again until the throne was his. Though he had not been the firstborn son of King Anu, he would never ascend to the throne of Asahra because Prince Enlil, the younger son, was born to King Anu by his half-sister, a requirement in the Asahra rules of succession. And now the throne of Eridu had also been taken away from him. Now understand the similarities now between the good and evil. Follow me, people. Okay, I bring this information to you. You believe what you choose to believe. I just give you the seed. You water the seed. You can read this yourself at www.bibylotechopolis or you could just type in several pages. Now, the enmity between the two had extended even to the very purpose of life itself. and Lil had believed the purpose of life was to give undying service to the kings of the throne of Asihra. But the Genesis scientists had revealed something highly different to Prince Ei. Life-controlled was not life evolved? As blasphemous as that might sound, might be in Asirha. Prince Ia saw life as an opportunity for exploration of self. Born of the same blood and world, no two brothers could have been further apart in their ways. And so, the words of the great Anu added to the already raging feud between the two princes. Prince Enlil would be would be lord of word command, and continues his iron rule, while Prince Ea will remain the Genesis Lord, developing Eridu to expectations of his father. Now understand, we're going to read it again, people, so we can have clarity. And so, the words of the great Anu added to the already raging feud between the two princesses. Read your Bible. Prince Enlil will be the lord of the word, and continue his iron rule, while Prince Ea will remain the Genesis Lord, developing Aradu to the expectations of his father. Follow me now. Go read it. Read your Bible. Get your Quran. Read it. Prince E.I. resigned himself to his task. Redesigning the beast, his sister had initiated to suit the needs of the work community of the Anunnaki. With his sister beside him, the prince began the intricate procedures, but the anger was in his heart and would not leave his thoughts, and thus the revenge of Ei was born. Although directed to use the cellular material from one of the Anunnaki lords, specifically chosen by Prince Enlil, Prince Ei substituted cells of his own choosing for the experiment. The time for the uncovering of the true identity of the beast would someday come, and he, Prince Ei, will have the last laugh. Prototype after prototype was tried, slowly the beast was developed in intelligence without sacrificing strengths. Through experimentation in the field, the final product was made, made its appearance. Rushed into service, the beast immediately proved itself. With strong arms in the back, dexterity of hand, and intelligent enough to follow instructions, the creature's versatility soon created a strong demand by the Anunnaki for additional beasts. The Opa Hybrid known as Adapa, was an able beast, ready to serve his masters. Prince Enlil was unhappy with the beast from the first. He did not trust either the temperament of the creature nor his brother. The beast was dangerous. Controlling it was an undertaking he had no wish to do. There was a foreboding and sense of troubling in Enlil's being. He could not rest easy. But forced to use the beast by his father's word, Prince Enlil decided to put the beast in the most perilous of work situations and in the most harsh environments. The creature was an experiment and therefore expendable, demanding that the beasts who fell from their laborers not be relieved or tended to. The prince was responsible for the deaths of many of the creatures. They were, after all, only beasts. Prince Ea received the news with horror. The creatures, his experimental adopter beast, was being worked to death by his brother's orders. The creatures were not laborers, helpers. They had become slaves. Inconsequential, disposable slaves. Prince Eon had not felt such anger before. Everything, all of his... Efforts were being systematically destroyed. His reclamation of Everdu the planet, his successful being, building of Eridu the city, and the creation and engineering of a beast of labor, there was one-ton destruction of everything Prince E. I had worked so hard for. His entire life's history was an ongoing tale of submission to the whims of his brother. But now it would come to halt. Prince E I would strike back. He would have no more of his brother's dominance over his. He would make his brother pay for his sins through a vehicle of unexpected, the beast. Returning to the agriculture center in Aberdeen, Prince E.I. sought out the beast in the garden where they fed, finding several of them, of them alone. He approached them, carefully planning and precisely breeding schedule permitted only certain beasts to mate, and only under the strictest supervision, no beast could mate without the approval of the Lord of Word. The results could be disastrous, but Prince E.I. in the garden introduced the beast to simple, a simple pleasure, the pleasure of spontaneous, unsupervised sex. Reacting from basic instincts, the beast took to the Lord E.I.'s instructions quickly, playful at first, then the earnest and their enjoyment, the beast frolicked in the garden. Now, people, we're in the garden of Eden. Follow me now. Hope you caught on. If you didn't, now catch up. The prince watched as the beast revealed in the pleasure of intimacy. In a short life filled with agonies and labor, the brief moment of pleasure was a godsend. And with this knowledge, the beast could be as his masters, choosing a moment's pleasure without scheduling, without approval. The beast looked back at the prince. He had given them a little taste of true happiness. They created. A genesis scientist whose mark was two intertwined strands of DNA-like serpents mating, have endowed them with the knowledge of knowing. In time, the clandestine behavior of the beast became known to their master's. Lord Prince and Lil, informed of the beast's disregard of established commands of conduct, became furious. An immediate, immediate command was issued to round up all of the offending creatures. Any and all renegade creatures were to be severely punished and instantly thrown out of the life center. Prince and Lil would tolerate no disobedience. Prince Enlil knew that somehow his brother had been been the cause of the beast's horrendous criminal behavior. Only a Genesis scientist could affect the beast's temperament. Only Prince E.A. could have had access to the creature. Enlil was being undermined by his brother, and he knew it. But Enlil Enlil, was not to be trifled with. To prevent further transgression, a new set of strict commands for the adopter beasts still within the life center and in the field operations were issued. Thus were issued the commands of the Lord of Word. Now follow me, people. Well, you follow me because I hope you follow me. All beasts in the agriculture center must give complete and total obedience to Lord Enlil only. Loyalty to Prince E.R. or any other Lord creator was strictly forbidden. You get it, people? All beasts in the agriculture center just give complete and total obedience to Lord In Enlil. All traces of Prince Eeyah and any other Lord creator will be removed, and any beast carrying any remembrance of Prince Ea will be punished. Now understand, people, Prince Ea was the brother, which is the devil, which is the brother of the Messiah. Follow now, Yahshua Elohim, who is the son of Yahweh. I follow me. Follow me. He was good at one time and he was thrown out of heaven, right? Suppose in the books, right? Now understand why he was thrown out of heaven because he gave you knowledge. Gave you knowledge of what? To fornicate. The knowing. You understand now? Now all beasts in the agricultural center must give complete and total obedience to Lord Enlil. Any beast uttering evil sounds or angry sounds about Lord Enlil will be punished. All beasts in the agricultural center must give complete and total disobedience to Lord Obedience to Lord Enlil. Every beast must attend an obedience lesson every seventh period, which is today, people, the Sabbath, which is Saturday. Tomorrow is the beginning of the week and also of the worshiping of the sun god. Which is who? Which is who? Which is who? Prince Ea. All beasts in the agricultural center must give complete and total obedience to Lord Enlil. The pairing together of beasts for mating must be approved by Lord Enlil. No beast may mate outside of the pairing approved by the Lord. Such were the commands of the Lord of Word. The Lord of the Word. Prince Enlil would not be challenged. He would keep an iron hand over every Let the beasts die in the wilderness. Let Prince Ei care for them. They are must monsters and deserve no assistance. Let the renegade beast henceforth be called Adamus. Let the females suffer in childbirth. No longer will the birthing chambers be available to them. If the beast of the garden remain faithful, they shall be allowed to remain. They shall be called Adapa. I'm Adapa. Y'all pagan worshippers are Adamuses. Get it together. Understand. And so the beast was divided into two groups, the faithful and the unfaithful, the Adamus and the Adapa. Are you following me, people? Are you following me, people? Are you following me, people? Okay. I hope so. I just, hold up. Matter of fact, you know what we need to do? Know what we need to do? That's what we need to do. Now, Prince Ei was pleased, however, for, the cast, for in the cast-outs, a chance to continue experiment to create independent life still existed. His desires to fabricate a life form that was intelligent, yet independent of the system that Prince Ei and Prince Enlil had grown up in, was still possible. The beast would have a chance at freedom and independence, something that he, a, the prince of Asara, had not had. The beast had been a testament to the genesis skills of Prince Ei, a lord. K.D., engineering the combination of a brute strength with some measures of intelligence, intelligence, Intelligence had been tedious, but the prince wanted more for the creature. Developing the beast's ability to speak had been a priority for the Lord E.I. It allowed communication with the KDs and provided a means of measuring progress. Though the beast's vocabulary was quite minimal, it was understandable. Locating pockets of the rejected beasts in the wilds, E.I. and his sister Ninhasa began to teach them the skills of survival necessary in a cruel environment. From the first fire to the making of a simple clothing, from the the making scratches on a cave wall to the reading of symbols, the beast was taken along the path to a higher intelligence by both lords of the Genesis sciences. The experimental prototype of Princess Nin Hassan had gone through several stages of development, but it had proven to be unique in its abilities. In time, several of the beasts exhibited the exceptional ability of learning and communicating his knowledges to other beasts. Prince E.I. and his sister began to focus most of the attention on them, teaching them so that they might begin to spread the knowledge to others. These teachers, taught by KD himself, became known as the Sioux. Those, they who knew, the E. Su, the teachers, spread the way of E.I. A later teacher of righteousness would bear the name of Esu, Jesus, a variation of Esu, as the beast and the wild progressed through the efforts of Prince Ei Lord and they became further angered with the creatures. Though many of the Dava beasts still served loyally and faithfully in the Eridu compound, still the Lord of the Word felt hatred and distrust for the creatures. The AR flagship, the ASR Ship of State, was expected to arrive in Eridu soon. Knowing that the massive death ship caused the erroneous gravitational pull, the prince decided to steer the course of the AR into a path he could utilize. By changing the path over the icy poles, the gravitational pull would be strong enough to cause glaciers to fall into the ocean. This, in turn, would cause needed environmental change if a resultant flooding Destroying the beast, then so be it. Are you following me now? Are you following me now? Open your mind, open your mind, open your mind, open your mind now. The prince of the word could justify the sacrifice of the beast in exchange for the warming of the planet, the increasing of the amount of unusable ocean waters, and the end of an ice age gripping the upper and lower hemisphere. All of that was a significantly greater import than the fate of the beast. When Lord KD, EA discovered the plans of his brother, he made immediate protest. But the lord of the word would give no heed. And to make matters worse, Prince Enlil forbade a single admist be spared. Only the loyal Adapa would be given shelter from the flood waters. The renegade beasts would be sacrificed if necessary. They had broken the commands and the lord of the word cautioned the prince. Giving warning to the beasts was aiding an enemy of the state. A heinous crime. Prince Ea was trapped. To work with the rejected creatures, that was one thing. To give royal aid was another. With not much choice in the matter, Prince Eod gave his solemn oath to remain silent, giving no warning about the impeding floods. Though reluctant to accept his brother's words, Prince Enlil continued his plans for the ceremony arrival of the A.R. But the Genesis Prince could not allow his beast to die. In secret, Lord Ea made plans, taking several of the beasts to an underground cavern of Hint, the Hints, the hybrids, and the other beasts to the mountain highlands. Prince Ea assured the survival of at least some of the beasts as a final measure. Lord Ea had a special cargo ship constructed that would sail far out into the ocean, away from the regions most likely to suffer. With these secret plans. The white man rewrote everything. (laughs) Excuse me, people. They rewrote everything. Understand. Open your mind. Same story that's in your Bible, but we came far away, though, people. We came from far regions of the galaxy with this. This is 7N to teach you this, the complete number. Okay? We took you from the far regions of the galaxy and brought you down to Earth. Follow me. If not, rewind. Now, Prince E.I. kept the admises alive and his experiment intact. When the mighty A.R. returned, the floods began, and Lil had expected them too. He felt relieved. The beast would not be around to disturb him anymore. When the flood subsided and Lord Enlil discovered the deceit of his brother, his rage was uncontrollable. The two princesses, the two princesses confronted each other in the Aradu palace. Each had betrayed the other. Lord Enlil had attempted to destroy the prototype of Prince Ea's beast, Ea's beast in its early stages. Lord Ea had to try to undo his brother's administration by tampering with the beast's breeding. Enlil had to try to destroy the beast with the flood, E.R. had broken a promise not to warn his creation, the beast, which is us. Each prince had committed a crime against the empire, an act of deliberate, deliberate sabotage of the assigned duties of the royal prince of the throne. Neither would ever achieve the throne if that kind of behavior continued. But Prince Ei had never believed the throne of Asagra would ever be his. The rights of succession assured him of that. Prince Enlil, however, was the heir apparent. He could stand to lose everything. Prince Enlil, lord of the word, had no choice. He made a decision. There must be a truce. Never again would he or any one of his administrations interfere with Lord Ea's duties, the development of Aradu in all of its life forms. Lord Ea had no alternative but to return the promise. He and all of the K.D.'s would never interfere with Lord Enlil again. As a sign of his good intentions, Prince Enlil gave his brother agricultural implements for the beast. Okay, tools for him so that the beast could learn how to grow his own food. The genesis Prince was surprised, but grateful for the gift from his brother. In exchange, Prince Ea promised to enhance the skills and abilities of certain special hybrids used by Lord Enlil in the administration of Eridu. Thus, for a time, the peace of Eridu came to be. Beasts were allowed to become educated and civilized. The empire of Eridu under Enlil grew and prospered. Genetic manipulation had given the beasts the ability for minimal communication and understanding. Through engineered enhancements, the Adapas, who were made in the garden, were made significantly stronger in analytical thought processing. They became highly intelligent, capable of small-scale decisions, but remained docile and servile. Through the use of Adapas and the Hen Henti servants, Prince Enlil and the Anunnaki were able to make dramatic progress in the Eridu operation. Are you following me? Open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. Now. The admist beasts, however, uncontrolled in their sexual activity grew quickly in numbers. Genetic manipulation would be more difficult in producing specific traits in them. Any genetic enhancement would be subject to random breeding. The desired results probably watered down. At best, only some of the beasts would retain the desired attributes. Most of them would lose the hope for traits entirely. But through... Personal contact in his e Su Lord Ea gave the Atmos beast what the Adapa would never get, a chance to appreciate beauty, teaching the beast how to enjoy and feel the wonders of art and music. The prince and called a sense of self and an awareness of the world around him. Untainted by influences of the Asikra system, the Atmos developed a sense of belonging to a family, a sense of shaping and choosing his own destiny free will, people, the prince was priest. The system would not take hold, not with the beast. It had a chance, or so he hoped. In an effort to ensure the beast would never again be desirable to the system, Lord Ea continued to enhance the sexual drive of the creature. If placed in a situation of choice, labors in the service of the system, or pursuant, or pursuant of a sexual pleasure, the beast will always choose sex. This would make the beast undesirable in the eyes of his brother, And Leo, two distinct beasts, the Adapa and Admis, were part of Planet Eridu. Lord Ea, a master of Genesis sciences, was Lord L of the Beast, L A, or Leo. Prince Enil, Lord of Commands, was the Lord of Obedient Servants. As the word of Prince Ea's beast spread to neighboring stars and galaxies, another group of Genesis lords extended the gift to the Lord Ea, known as the Aku. They were descendants from a bird-like ancestor. The Genesis lords presented Ea with a single strand of DNA filaments that provided passion. All right, people, are you listening? With this one single element, the invisible motivating force that gave a being intense filler was passed on to the beast of the prince. And with this gift, the admist beast would have even more passion, more feeling, than even the beings of Asara Empire themselves. Taken from the selves of the RQ, the offerings became known as the gift of the feather. Thus, the past of the two beasts, the adopters of Enlil and the admists of Ng or Enki, continued to separate. Of the same roots, initially from the same purpose, the two were now on different paths. With time, Prince Eon and Prince Enlil were able to make both groups work together. The Adapa beasts completed their labors as obedient servants. The Admasis beasts completed the labors in exchange for food and supplies. As Eridu expanded from one compound into many, the use of both beasts became a commonplace occurrence. Eridu was a world of laboring beasts. The world of Eridu had become the new capital of the faraway solar system, a system nearly destroyed by the war with Lord Arzu and his rebels. Its restoration had strengthened the whole of King Anu of the Ninth Passageway, assuring that his place with the Aryan Queen was secure. Eridu, capital city Eridu, capital word, and Eridu, the solar system, had become a thriving, productive system. But the way of the Asehra always involved eternal war. Offspring of both Prince Ea and Prince Enlil made constant war with each other. Jealousy, envy, and sheer want of power motivated members of the royal families to attack each other and seize holdings. And so long as the empire itself was in no way imperiled by the royal wars, they were permitted. It was good for the young to test their war metal against each other. For these things had ways of the Hra. Oh. All right, people. So now it's on my site, and y'all can check that out on my site. All right, I would like to say thank you. I appreciate your support. Hit me up at www.wordpress.com, excuse me, thirdvision.com. all right? You can also check that on my site, or you can also Google the chapter Papers. At this point, people, I just wanted to bring you into creation, take you, take you from the solar system down to land to live, all right? Now, understand that you was given free will, and that Yahshua, Jesus died for our sins, for real. I showed you. This is the Terror Papers, and I'm the Untamed Blogger, and I bring it to you 110% for real. Not at all. Fake. Truth has no agenda. Dedication, determination, and diversity. All right? Remember that. All right? And to this show, we're going to ride out with G-Rap. So peace and love, people. Thank you for your support. Again, it's Big G, running the number of rackets, wearing k Jackets, fast Luke Cactus, I'm well up in the millionaire bracket. force of four bosses, are always horses in the forces, four source with Olympic torches and Mona Lisa portraits, two son and shenanigans, and eating steak and Benny Harnes, 15 limousine, the front yard stream is full of piranhas, upset, I'm a I'm private chat, I drink a lot. She'll bang it out and make your brain hang hey. She sits at restaurant, tables with make boxes and tables Drink a Charon, they brand label She a sucker straight over here. Yeah. Honey is more bounce to the ounce She walks around with Lucci in large amounts Millions of thoughts with fake accounts Her name is Tammy, got a beach house in Miami Rides around with a small jammy in a silk and panty. A A hall a foxy brown, standing in the ground Oh, if lifted clown, yo, she turn into a bust around Our fly is a heaven's angel, got sapphires in a bangle Diamond and hanging dingle under the New York City bright lights It real life, way after midnight. I hit it cause the split tight. Wake up early and make my rounds break up, break down back in the silver four pounds. So now we tryna to get down. Light up a smoke and grab a sack of Cino. The slick stick up kids don't get no freedom, bro. Cause I ain't trying to be broke. I go so loud for G Rap business, it, Tony. Nothing's funny. It's a damn shame. What I gotta do now to get it's the money. A damn shame.